Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Genesis 47. We only have 47, 48, 49, and 50 before we get done with, before we're all done with Genesis. So we'll do, I'll also do a quick summary of it um, and some of the points that just have hit me hard or hit home with me and their importance. But before we do anything, let's go to God. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you are and who you are. Thank you for your mercy and your grace because I need it. <laughs> it's crazy how how much I need you. and uh, But it makes sense because you're a spiritual being and we're spiritual beings in a human form. And in order to really grow and be nurtured, we need to feed that spiritual side of ourselves because it is really the foundation of us. So we need to, and I need to, continue to reach out to you. And so today as we read, I just pray, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us, for it to be your words that feed us, for it to be you who helps us understand what's, what the message is, and that it be your words that we hear. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So 47 is really an account of now that Joseph has been elevated, now that God has shown Joseph what is going to happen, how on a daily basis we, as children of God, need him to provide for us day after day after day. So when we start reading about how the Egyptians are going to Joseph and Pharaoh for their food because they didn't prepare, it's the whole concept of I can't go a day or any time without God's provision. My wealth means nothing. It's God who has to provide to me, and I need to give everything over to him so that I can grow and survive and flourish. And only once I've turned everything over to him do I really grow and survive and do more than survive but thrive. So with that, let's go to verse 1, chapter 47. Joseph went and told Pharaoh, my, fathers and brother, my father and brothers with their flocks and herds and everything they own have come from the land of Canaan and now are in Goshen. The chosen, he chose five of his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked the brothers, what is your occupation? Your servants are shepherds, they replied to Pharaoh, just as our fathers were. They also said to him, we have come here to live for a while because the famine is severe in Canaan and your servants' flocks have no pasture. So now, please let your servants settle in Goshen. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you, and the land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land. Let them live in Goshen. And if you know of any among them with special abilities, put them in charge of my own flocks. So Joseph is, is held in such high esteem, obviously, that just being related to him, Pharaoh has confidence that if they're good shepherds, then they should run and manage his, his flocks too, just as his bro their brothers, Joseph, has managed Pharaoh's entire uh, land, of, land of Egypt. Then Joseph brought his father Jacob in and presented him before Pharaoh. After Jacob blessed Pharaoh, Pharaoh asked him, How old are you? 
I think it's awesome that Jacob, being a Jew, doesn't hide his religion. Instead, he he's about to tell Pharaoh a little bit more, but he blesses him. He's giving the giving Pharaoh a blessing from God, which is awesome. Then, and Jacob said to Pharaoh, "The years of my pilgrimage." are 130, not of his life. So he considers this time here on earth to be just a brief period, just a pilgrimage to be made. And the real eternity, the real life, is in heaven with God. My years have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the years of of the pilgrimage of my fathers. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. So Joseph settled his father and his brothers in Egypt and gave them property in the best part of the land, the district of Ramses, as Pharaoh directed. Joseph also provided his father and his brothers and all his father's household with food, according to the number of their children. There was no food, however, in the whole region because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan, in payment for the grain they were buying, he brought it to the Pharaoh's palace. When the money of, when the money of the pe- people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, "Give us food. Why should we be? Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is all gone." So their wealth meant nothing. It didn't add to their life because they couldn't eat silver. Then bring your livestock," said Joseph. "I will sell you food in exchange for your livestock, since your money is gone." So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and he gave them food in exchange for their horses, their sheep and goats, their cattle and donkeys. And he brought them through that year with food in exchange for all their livestock. When the year was over, they came to him the following year and said, We cannot hide from our Lord the fact that since our money is gone and our livestock belongs to you, there is nothing left for our Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we perish before your eyes? We and our land as well. Buy us and our land in exchange for food. And with our land will be and we with our land will be in bondage to Pharaoh. Give us seed so that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate. So with the great planning and everything, Joseph has made Pharaoh even greater. He can only have gone up in esteem with Pharaoh, and these men were not angry. It did not sound angry at Joseph. They were just wanting to survive because the, the drought and the, and the uh, famine was so severe. So Joseph bought all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. The Egyptians, one and all, sold their fields because the famine was too severe for them. The land became Pharaoh's and Joseph reduced the people to servitude from one end of Egypt to the other. However, he did not buy the land of the priests because they received a regular allotment from Pharaoh and had food enough from the allotment Pharaoh gave them. That is why they did not sell their land. Joseph said to the people, Now that I have bought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you so you can plant the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and as food for yourselves and your household and your children. You, save, you have saved our lives, they said. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord. We will be, be, be in bondage to Pharaoh. So Joseph established it as a law concerning land in Egypt, still in force today, that a fifth of the produce belongs to Pharaoh. 
It was only the land of the priest that did not become Pharaoh's. Now the Israelites settled in Egypt in the region of Goshen. They acquired property there and were fruitful and increased greatly in number. Jacob lived in Egypt 17 years, and the years of his life were 147. When the time drew near for Israel to die, he called for his son Joseph and said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, put your hand under my thigh and promise that you will show me kindness and faithfulness. Do not bury me in Egypt, but when I rest with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me where they are buried. I will do as you say, he said. Swear to me, he said. Then Joseph swore to him, and Israel worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. So I really like the analogy of God sent Joseph to, to Egypt to save A, his people, but also all the people. And that there's only one way for us to really survive and to do well. And that's to give everything to God. And when you do, then your life truly changes. And I like that image with Joseph and here in the, during the plague or the famine. So anyways, with that, I'm just going to close this with a quick word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day and for all that you've done. Thank you for your word. I just pray that it would go out and be fruitful, that we would hear your message, nothing from me because it's of no value, but that it would be your word, your message that we hear. Go with us as we, we start our days or we move forward in our days, and may we do your will. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.